Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Jerome. What a nice guy. Very consistent in staying in touch with me. And I hope that I am leading by example, leading him right to the hand of God. So let's see. So thanks, Jerome, for listening. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live not for today, not worrying what's ahead, for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. And that's all he wants is our best. The Lord is my shepherd. Who? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Alleluia, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Let's spend some time today in hope for each day. It says, how do you define success? Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 says, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus. He was faithful to the one who appointed him. There was a person that went on a website of one of the major booksellers and searched for books with the word success in their title literally thousands were listed 
Our world is obsessed with success. What is success, listeners? The world has its measures. There's financial success, athletic success, business success, professional success, social success. The list is almost as endless as the website search. And most people spend their lives pursuing at least one of these. But how does God define success? His measure is very different from the world's measure, and it can be summed up in one sentence. In God's eyes, success is faithfulness to his calling. Now, Paul was a failure in the world's eyes, but not to God. Even Jesus was a failure as far as most people were concerned at that time, but he was faithful to the one who appointed him, and that is all that mattered. Make sure you understand the definition of success and that it is the same as God's and that you are pursuing it. Amen. Let's talk about being thankful in prayer. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Prayer isn't just asking God for something we want. Prayer should also include confession of our sin and praise to God for who he is and what he has done for us. But prayer should have an additional element, and that is thanksgiving. Repeatedly, the Bible commands us to give thanks. The psalmist said, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Jesus only distributed the bread that he had miraculously provided for the crowds after he had given thanks. At the Last Supper with his disciples, before facing the horror of the cross, Jesus gave thanks. It's easy to be thankful when God blesses us with something good, a swift recovery from an illness, for example, advancement at work. But the Bible says that we should give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Thankfulness drives away a sour or prideful spirit. So please, listeners, make it a part of your prayers every day. Amen. Now here's a spirit of gratitude. Psalm 107 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. One day when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, ten lepers approached him and pleaded for him to heal them. In an instant, they were restored to perfect health 
but only one, when he saw that he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. All the others left without a single word of thanks. They were preoccupied with themselves and gripped by a spirit of ingratitude. Such ingratitude and thanklessness are far too common in our world today. Children forget to thank their parents for all they do. Common courtesy is completely scorned. People take for granted the way others help them. And above all, we fail to thank God for his blessings. Such an ungrateful heart is cold toward God and indifferent to his mercy and love. It is a heart that has forgotten how dependent we are on God for everything, listeners. Please be like that one leper and take time to give thanks daily and mean it. It brings glory to God, warmth to relationships, and a special awareness of God's love and grace toward you. Amen. Beautiful word. Thank you. And lastly, coming from Hope for Each Day, we're going to talk about God's holiness. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The Bible teaches that God is absolutely holy and pure. From Genesis to Revelation, God reveals himself as so holy that he can't even look on sin. Christ died from the cross and he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What a horrible moment as the blackness of human sin now laid upon Christ caused the Father to turn away in disgust. In that moment, Jesus endured the ultimate punishment for our sins the punishment of being banished from the presence of his Father on our behalf. So if you were asked to list the things that you are thankful for, what would you include on that list? Probably your family, your health, your friends, your church, and those wouldn't be wrong but we should be grateful for every gift God gives us. Sight, hearing, the ability to walk, the ability to touch. But the greatest gift of all is God's gift of his son who endured the penalty that we deserve for our sins so we could be reconciled to the holy God. Never, never, never take that gift for granted. Okay, so thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back with more.
And now prayers to start your day. Romans chapter five, verse three says, we also have joy with our troubles because we know that these troubles produce patience and patience produces character and character produces hope. Let God guide you during difficult days. Listeners, all days are not created equal. Some days are bright and cheery, while other days are decidedly darker. When tough times arise, as they inevitably do from time to time, we are tempted to complain, to worry, and do little else. A far better strategy, of course, is just to pray more, to worry less, and to get busy addressing our problems head on. Sometimes even the most optimistic believers can become discouraged and you're no exception, okay? None of us are. So if you find yourself enduring difficult circumstances, remember that God remains in his heaven. And if you become discouraged with the direction of your day or your life, lift your thoughts and your prayers to him in heaven. He is a God of possibility, not negativity. He will guide you through the difficulties and beyond them. Then you can thank the giver of all things good for blessings that are simply too numerous to count. Pray with me, dear Lord, when the day is difficult, give me perspective and faith. When I am weak, give me strength. Let me trust in your promises, Father, and let me live with the assurance that you are with me, not only today, but also throughout all eternity. Amen. That prayer is for you, Jackie. Yes, God is with you. Don't worry about a thing. Also, they advise us to guard our thoughts. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, honorable, <laughs> Whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, if there is any praise, dwell on those things. Beautiful. Because we're human, we're always busy with our thoughts. We simply can't help ourselves. Our brains never shut off. And even while we're sleeping, we're gonna mull things over and over in our minds. The question is not if we will think, the question is how we will think and what we will think about. When we focus on the frustrations of today or the uncertainties of tomorrow, we literally rob ourselves of peace in the present moment. Let me repeat that. 
When we focus on the frustrations of today or the uncertainties of tomorrow, we rob ourselves of peace in the present moment. But when we direct our thoughts in a more positive direction, we rob our worries of the power to tyrannize us. Here's a quote. All the great blessings of life are present in your thoughts today. You will make your life better when you focus your thoughts on your blessings, not your misfortunes. So do yourself, your family, your friends, and your co-workers a big favor. Learn to think optimistically about the world that you live in and the life that you lead. Then prepare yourself for the blessings that good thoughts will bring. Pray with me, gaze up to heaven. Dear Lord, when I am weak, I will turn to you for strength. When I am worried, I will turn to you for comfort. When I am troubled, I will turn to you for patience and perspective. Help me, Lord, guard my thoughts. I want to honor you this day and forever. Amen. Amen. And it's a good time for God's promises day by day. And he's saying Proverbs 24 verse 3, through wisdom a house is built, by knowledge the rooms are filled. You may be one who lives life pursuing fame and fortune, depending on the applause of others. Bad plan. To begin with, fortune has shallow rules. The winds of adversity can quickly blow it all away. Fame is as fickle as the last response from the crowd. Learn a dual lesson. When you're praised and applauded, don't pay any attention. When you're rejected and abused, don't pay any attention. Amen. In God's way, day by day. It says abundant blessings Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think be glory the apostle Paul wrote to the Ephesians God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think in other words you can't begin to ask God for all that he desires to give you you can't imagine all that he has for you. I have a pretty good imagination and a pretty good boldness in asking things of God. What an awesome statement about God's supply house to think that we can't even imagine all that is contained in God's riches 
and that we don't have enough time on this earth to even tap into all that God has made available to us. Oh, wow, listeners, you got to start tapping into all that God has made available to us. Oh, I firmly believe this. Live life. I'm preaching now. Live life to its fullest. We are here to enjoy life, the beauty, the holidays that are upcoming. Make them your fantasy holidays this year. What is going to make you happy? What is going to bring you good cheer? And it just might be some good eggnog. (laughs) Whatever it is, do it. Treat yourself well. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We got more. We got a little bit more. We have time for Proverbs. Oh, yes, we do. The king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. People may be right in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their heart. The Lord is more pleased when we do what is right and just than when we offer him sacrifices. Haughty eyes, A proud heart and evil actions are all sin. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Wealth created by a lying tongue is a vanishing mist and a deadly trap. The violence of the wicked sweeps them away because they refuse to do what is just. The guilty walk a crooked path. The innocent travel a straight road. It's better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Evil people desire evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. If you punish punish a mocker, the simple-minded become wise. If you instruct the wise, they will be all the wiser. The righteous one knows what is going on in the home of the wicked, and he will bring disaster on them. Those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need. A secret gift calms anger, a bribe under the table pacifies fury. Justice is the joy to the godly, but it terrifies evildoers. The person who strays from common sense will end up in the company of the dead. Those who love pleasure become poor. Those who love wine and luxury will never be rich. The wicked are punished in place of the godly and traitors in place of the honest. It is better to live alone in the desert than with a quarrelsome, complaining wife. The wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. Oh boy. Whoever pursues righteousness and unfailing love 
will find life, righteousness, and honor. The wise conquer the city of the strong and level the fortress in which they trust. Watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. Mockers are proud and haughty. They act with boundless arrogance. Despite their desires, the lazy will come to ruin for their hands refuse to work. Mm -hmm. Some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. The sacrifice of an evil person is detestable, especially when it is offered with wrong motives. A false witness will be cut off, but a credible witness will be allowed to speak. The wicked bluff their way through, but the virtuous think before they act. No human wisdom or understanding or plan can stand against the Lord. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. But the victory belongs to the Lord. Isn't that the truth? Oh, listeners. When I wake up in the morning, at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven and here is what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me, for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat and is so full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me, and I'll always, always, always be grateful throughout eternity. Come back tomorrow. Pray with me some more. Don't forget your acts of kindness. They make you feel good. You'll see. You'll see. Bye for now. Thank you.